Welcome back to another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement. Today, I get to sit down with Guy and Penny from Midwinter Minis. Oh my God, I can't believe I was able to do that. It's so freaking cool of them. Guys, if you could help me out, get the word out about this video, like, subscribe, share with your friends, I'd really appreciate it. It would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> Except for wine and hanging out with me. <laughs> uh, exactly. What could be better? We uh, watched the Truman Show again last night. Man, it's so good. So good. Which one? The Truman Show. Oh, with Jim Carrey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've watched it? that in like 15 or 16 okay. years. I, like probably okay. since it just came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I had either. I was like watching it again, like a new film. I kind of knew what was going to happen, but uh -huh. seeing all of the details again, so good. Yeah, when so you watch good. it again, I think you can like see all the bits from the beginning that you don't notice the first time. It's just it's really clever, and it? it's a good film. That I mean that was like kind of the beginning of Jim Carrey getting outside of being like his fire marshal bill you know ace ventura stupid characters and he was just like a real human being in a movie yeah, and yeah. uh i remember a lot of my friends being like i hate that movie and i was like that i don't know if we can call it a movie i think it's a film i think that it's at that level like it's a step <laughs> above the rest <laughs> oh, film is used in like a ranking way that's mm. interesting <laughs> uh, like well i mean that it's it's it comes into my like weird like sometimes you have to classify things differently to like have them like make more sense because like like what we do as miniature painters i don't technically classify as art i think it is artistic i think that it is crafty i think that it's fun but like i i would rather be looked at as like a high-end crafter than a shit artist and, uh, <laughs> That's like that's all my argument there. Like I don't I don't want to hurt people's feelings because I know people like take this stuff really seriously. But I'm like it's all about classifications. Sometimes you can look at like a song differently as a single versus a song on an album, and uh, and that's that's kind of the way I like to sometimes break stuff out because if you don't, it all just gets lumped in together. And there's a ton of movies, you know. They're like so you you have to I don't know separate those two things. Guy, do you think of the painting as art or just artistic? Because I know I know exactly what you mean. Means, I think it's difficult. I think there's two, definitely two sides to that argument. Uh, I would lean on the side of agreeing with you and saying that it is kind of crafting and rather than art for the sake of art. And but there are miniature painters who paint art. You know, yeah, like that yeah. woman that paints the, that that horse that I showed you on Instagram. And I think she deserves probably a bit of better recognition than the woman that paints that horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that horse. <laughs> I just can't remember the name. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Uh, is it, uh, Kaha? Is it Kaha Miniatures? No, She's... I think so. No. But, uh, she, she paints historical figures as well. And there's like the back of one of the coats is, is like gilt and ultramarine. Uh, like, and she's painted the fucking weave 
on the clothes, you know? Okay. <laughs> what? What? Uh, like, you, know, you see the picture, you're like, that's a painting. That's not a miniature. And then you're like, oh, there's other angles. No. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Well, like, the first time I showed my wife, Chris Surrey, uh, who his episode just went up, like, yeah. when I first showed her photos, because I was sitting there looking at these models in person, so I took a photo and sent it to her, and she's like, that's a nice painting. I was like, no that's a model and she's like that's not two-dimensional and i like did it from like the three-quarter angle and she's like holy shit like it she was not ready to reckon with a model <laughs> that did that and i was like this is miniature art like this is this that this is that level and because and that's it's such a hard argument and like i hate i i don't like being the bad guy on that side because you do tend to put people like people don't take it like it hurts them that they can't be an artist and I mean, it's not like it's not that you can't be an artist it's just that you're not an artist yet like i don't know like that and that's also a dick statement too so it's it's nothing safe <laughs> nothing's ever safe i, th I no. think it, in kind of that respect i would consider myself more than anything in terms of what i do now it's almost like a teacher i know that sounds really maybe stupid pretentious maybe but <laughs> And somewhat, <laughs> I'm just sharing the skills that I have with people in an understandable way. Sure. You know I mean? My aim, my aim isn't to paint the best that I possibly can. It's to, uh, when I'm making videos, it's to create stuff that people can, uh, you know, reasonably attain and actually yeah. do it and feel good about themselves and be like, oh, I didn't think I could do that. And I can. And it didn't take that long. And I think that's quite a good niche as well. Yeah. Because, you know, there's loads of people that are doing models that just look so amazing. You know, like, as you say, you know, is that a painting or is it a miniature? Who knows? And that is so unachievable. Like, that, you know, you're going to be one in however many hundreds of thousands of people that can do it like that. And I think that can put people off. Like, I, I can't achieve it. I'm not going to try. Like I hate the the mentality and of like oh like this guy's so much better than me I'm just gonna break my brushes and walk away yeah. like I don't buy that I think that like you should be uh, inspired by seeing new miniature painters and new artists and people who are like taking it to that next level and breaking the rules um, you know like if everybody like cared about being the best we wouldn't have punk rock which is you know one of the best movements in music ever and it it isn't about being good it's about being the best it's about being it's attitude it's all focus and i think that being technically good in painting is while something to like keep in mind i think that like that shouldn't be your only focus like there's so much more to the world of painting uh you know self-expression is important and just copying everybody else's is like i i can see a cover band any night of the week i want to see what you do i want to see i want to see inside your soul is kind of the way i look at it can't see cover bands any night of the week at the moment <laughs> right right it's uh it's that that's really hard for me. Like I've missed some really good shows this year, and it really mm -hmm. bums me out. Yeah, um, see, we, we were going to go and see uh, Rammstein. <laughs> do, did, does anybody know if the singer has recovered well? Like yeah. he got it really bad. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, so he was in ITU, wasn't he? He was in intensive care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're kind of on the go. They've rescheduled their oh, really? tour. Yeah, they rescheduled their tour for next year. We'll see, I don't think it'll happen, but 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's... If Sega doesn't die, that would be... <laughs> I just hope he has like the lung capacity to do it because like that's yeah. as a person who who sings I'm not going to say I'm a singer because I'm not that good uh like losing my lung capacity so I couldn't do it is like would be devastating absolutely yeah. devastating yeah, mm. yeah uh, Tilden, that's his name, but it? I'm sure a professional has you know extra lung capacity that, that we don't so hopefully they'll have more mm. scope for uh, recovery and he's got like that huge dad trunk going on. Like, you know that there's extra air being stored in those lungs. <laughs> uh, Guy, Penny, thank you so much for joining me in the murder basement today. Uh, that was just warm up. Oh my God, that was good. We're, we're in it. Like, <laughs> this, it will be part of the episode. I, I don't like. When you do that hard cut and you make people start over, we all get nervous again, and it's just it's just not fun. And so <laughs> I like I like I like letting the conversation go. And sometimes I just forget <laughs> to introduce people until like a half hour in. I'm like, oops, <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I have been enjoying your guys's videos uh, for a really long time, uh, guy. My first real question to you is, do you feel totally vindicated for, like, backing Necrons as long as you have? And now everybody <laughs> wants them. They're the new hotness. And you you did it, and you did it first. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did. It does feel strange, actually. One of the things that is uh, a very unique feeling that I didn't expect to ever get, because I, when I made the original Necron tutorial, which was the first video on the channel, I just did it for fun. I did it to show you a few people how, you know, it was Reddit, basically. But did, uh, I made it to show a few people on Reddit how I painted my things. And yeah, it just, uh, that, it was on its own as my first video for like four months. <laughs> and I just kind of <laughs> let it go. And then I did another video and that was on its own for like two or three months. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, Doing really well though. Yeah, it did. For, for yeah. like just two videos, the channel did quite well. It, got up to with three videos it got up to a thousand subscribers in like half a year but whoa that's yeah, impressive yeah yeah and i was like ah oh, amazing a thousand subscribers this is crazy <laughs> yeah. it was literally that new year wasn't it, it was january yeah. yeah 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 we were in the car yeah yeah and i was like <laughs> a thousand subscribers a thousand you're like yeah whatever <laughs> no it was not <laughs> um but uh yeah sorry back to the actual question the weird thing is now i totally didn't expect it I'm just seeing all these Sandstone Necron armies everywhere, and it's great. And it's like, oh, like this is cool. It's a really weird feeling, like scrolling around on Facebook and you see Sandstone Necrons that are painted better than mine, and I'm like, <laughs> amazing, you know. Well, I think yeah. that you did a really cool thing with those Necrons because, um, like, you added, you added battle damage and stuff. So you didn't have to rely so heavily on like your instant like artistic skills to do it. You set the vibe with the army and yeah. the vibe worked like that. That was the thing that, that I was like, oh, these like because I went like, you know, rudimentary Necrons. Necrons was my first army. And I think that's how I found your channel because I was like searching how to paint a ne Necron monolith. And, you know, yours was, you know, one of the like three videos that popped up because at the time I think it was like uh you know nick who does uh the 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 necron channel where i'm I, i'm guessing it's his daughter pops up and yells necrons <laughs> uh it's like one of the funniest things i'd ever seen uh you know and i was just like 
like, oh, these are good. And and I think I re-entered your guys's uh, world when you started doing the speed paints of Blackstone Fortress and yeah. like doing a series and being like, this is how we're going to do this video. And it was like totally cool to see a, a whole different side of you guys and doing it like we're going to do this. It's going to be, you know, five paints. Anybody can do this. And and I love things that make the hobby more accessible. And that's what that did, because so many people get so in the weeds on, well, I don't know what I'm going to do about this. And I don't know what I'm going to do about this. And you just were like, don't don't worry about it. Just do it. And and I think it really paid off big time. Yeah, sure. I, I think as well, there's definitely some aspect of of uh, if you see somebody paint it, use, like, like you said, using a limited palette. And the order in which the paints are applied is is like the secret ingredient, really. Uh, and and the order of the steps is the is the secret ingredient. But seeing someone else do that, and you're like, ah, oh, every step is manageable. There's no like, and now we're going to spend half an hour very carefully wet blending this thing. It's like no, there's none of that. It's just, you know, do this, <laughs> <laughs> and then let it dry. Let it dry. Next. Let it dry. <laughs> it's pretty simple steps. So uh, yeah, uh, that, definitely, that definitely helped the channel grow quite quickly. That series, but it's 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 a weird one because uh, now I sort of, I sort of feel guilty in a way for sort of leaving that chapter of the channel behind. But my last episodes of the Blackstone Fortress series kind of only got. Now I say only got about 20 or 30,000 views. Only 20 or 30,000 views. Sure. Only. That sounds, but that's Listen still... to this eye roll. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's <only violin. laughs> um, If, just realistically, if I only did things like that, I wouldn't be able to do what I currently do now, which is do this full time, which is crazy. Sure. Absolutely crazy. But, um, I still I still paint a lot of models on the channel and I still do a lot of speed painting stuff. I mean, I, I, even though I painted a whole box in that series, I painted more on the channel in the last two months than I think about five other channels combined. <laughs> sure, sure, I believe it. Uh, so when when did like because you were doing things for YouTube before you were doing your own YouTube, so you had already come into it with uh, a like an arsenal of like this is how a YouTube is actually supposed to be be done. How how much of your previous job actually like gave you the motivation to say like oh we can do this 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 actually makes sense because to me it's still a fucking mystery. Like seeing you guys yeah. do it and hearing that you can actually make uh, a living off of content creation like this to me I'm just like. There, there's a magic recipe. There's a stew being made, and it's multifaceted. All of these things are like, like ma magic to me still. Yeah. Um. When I went well, when I started the channel, I like you say, I'd already been making YouTube videos for companies that I worked for mm. for years. Yeah. Uh, even you know, way back to like 2009, probably to, like in the very early days of YouTube. Uh, wow. Oh wait, no, it'll be 2000. Eight, the year after YouTube came out, I think. Um, basically, <laughs> oh, my, my band, like, would put up videos with my band stuff. It wasn't performance videos or anything, I don't think. It was just, like, a picture with the music. 
and like doing that <laughs> pretty early. Sure, <laughs> and, sure. Uh, because it was like early YouTube and it was there wasn't that much to to listen to. The some of the music got a lot of views. It got like quarter of a million views or something in total. I know, crazy. Uh, so I kind of like dipped my foot in there, and we we tried to make some like awkward uh, you know recording videos that weren't very good, but they were fun. And uh, then when I worked for a music store um, in Edinburgh, I started working just on the shop floor, uh, selling music gear. Nice. And, yeah, nice. and then I, I moved into the office and I started doing their marketing. <laughs> the office. <laughs> the office. <laughs> started doing their marketing and... Um, yeah, one of the things was I was just like, well, why why don't we make YouTube videos that are actually like entertaining? Because the, the problem with a lot of the uh, music review and like gear review stuff on on YouTube at the time was it was just dull. It was just so incredibly dull. And Very bad. bad. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about like 2010. Yeah, because a lot has happened since then. But yeah. then it was very bad. Uh, and I was like, why don't we make it interesting? And why don't we like have you know? Because I'm very comfortable editing my uh i use um vegas was by sony it's now magics yeah i own vegas that's what i use <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it's in terms of uh it being it's for me it's the most similar uh video editing software to audio editing software that i'm yeah. used to yeah and i can just blitz through stuff you know it's it's pretty easy and edit and actually like clipping stuff and 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 uh, truncating things and editing and tightening stuff up is very similar so yeah just get rid of all the dead space. Do you know what I mean? That's the key. There's, there isn't really a trick. You just go, <laughs> and I'm, I've got a really low attention span in general for things like, you know, if something starts boring me, I'm like, skip, 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 skip. Um, so I just watch it as a viewer. And, you know, back when I was doing the music stuff, I was watching it and I was like, this bit is incredibly boring. <laughs> and, and there's almost no information in it. So I like find the, the half a sentence of information that the guy said, <laughs> got, got rid of everything else and it was right. like next onto the plane or whatever you know um I, I worked at guitar center here for about four years and i wanted them to do like video stuff because uh we have Sweetwater here in the states yeah and Sweetwater was kicking the living shit out of us as far as their oh. online presence oh. and they were just like no we're not gonna do this we're not gonna put money into it and like all of us were like, you are messing up. YouTube is the future. If you want to yeah. get this stuff out there. And like that was in that like 2000. I, wor I worked there from 2006 to 2010. And by 2010, they were like, they realized that they'd already missed the mark. You know, like it was like the boat was already gone and they, <laughs> they had to wait for the to come back to them. And yeah. uh, and that was really interesting because like when you have that much money behind a company, you would hope that like they would be like really flexible and they just like we're not they that that was not something they wanted to put into and this little tiny company is now you know like one of the biggest music retailers in the states uh, if not the world they're they they do a massive amount of business it's it's absolutely crazy and so, send sweets with your order do they yes ask? they do yeah. yeah. Uh, when I ordered my Arteria Rack Brute and uh, 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 Mini Brute 2S, it came with candy and it was very cute. Very cute. This is just nice. turning into an Arteria, Arteria fanboy. Yeah. Woohoo. So, <laughs> Penny, check, check in the mail. <laughs> yeah. How long 
were were you in the process of this? Because like dating a musician sucks. Uh, we are totally scatterbrained. We're a lot of fun, but like definitely like getting things done in a timely manner is really hard. Uh, you know, like for some reason, this important band thing always gets in the way. Like how early on in the music aspect of this were you? Um, well, Penny's a musician as well. So. I, think, well I think when we started going out, I was more the band one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So really? I, yeah. yeah. When I, um, when we met, it was through music. Yeah. And we've okay. Like, covered this in a few Q and A's already, but I produced your band's record. Oh. And so true. Yeah. Yes, that's how we met. So I was, I was more bandy than you were. Yeah, how I... did you find coping with that? <laughs> right? I, um... I was also a medical student. Yeah. Oh my God, life was a bit mad. How yeah. did I fit all that in? I know, I was, I was in the... Oh God, yeah, that's mad, isn't it? So much, everything's much calmer these days. Isn't it? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a it's a really hard thing to e explain to people like how consuming music is and like knowing that you did that as well benny like it's amazing that you were a med student and managed to like do music because i know most people it's it's one or the other and usually it's the one that money is there and there's no <laughs> there's no money in music right now mm -hmm. i'd say like medical medical people i don't know there's so much of the talent that you find, like loads of medical students are in the orchestras, they're artists, they paint, they draw, they've got diplomas already in cello or whatever, you know, that it just, you I don't know how, musical. yeah, so <laughs> in crazy. our medical school, in Edinburgh Medical School, the fourth years write um, a musical and <laughs> score it themselves and play all of the instruments and produce a week-long run of shows and it's, it's like an hour and a half long as well I was expecting oh it to be like a 20 minute you know <laughs> no no two hours proper it has an interval it's insane I don't know medics are just just ridiculous people I think I don't know I wasn't one of them I wasn't involved in musical I'm not good enough for that but um yeah I don't know how people fit in crazy it, it's got to be un undiagnosed ADD and I think that like if you're if you are artistic, if you are into music, like all of us have this one thing that like a doctor could probably give a, a name to and like we would all be like, oh, yeah, no, we got we all got that. And uh, it's because it, otherwise, like, I don't think you focus on it. It's too it's too tedious and too frustrating. Like there's no such thing as fun music production. Like you have to like really want it before it is fun otherwise it's just like horrible it's one of the worst things that you can do with your free time <laughs> i quite like it <laughs> i, never found I it do too <laughs> i do too it's but it's it's horrible when it's not good it's like the most demoralizing thing i have ever done in my entire life yeah 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 i know what you mean if stuff just isn't working for some reason uh yeah it's not so fun well, so that totally breaks my my like real question of like, you know, my wife is all about the music instruments. She thinks that they're cool. She knows that they can be resold if I ever really like we get in a pinch and like I need to like pay for doctor bills, which I have done. Uh, you know, like That's very sad that you have to do that, by the way. I'm very sad for you. I uh, I have lost. A, uh, I, I shouldn't say lost. 
I have, uh, you know, invested in my my meat meat spaceship to uh, <laughs> to, to to make it on to, to where we are now, and uh, modular synthesizers paid for it. So like, it's just the way it is. It's America. It sucks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, right. But for 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 my wife, like miniature painting is one of those like really weird hobbies that is like can be a total turnoff to people because I don't think it's really uh, presented. In maybe the best lights most of the time. I, I think a oh, lot I of times. I was lured in. <laughs> you were lured in. Okay, so this is what right. this is what I want to know. This is what right. I hear. Dirty night speaking to you. He. <laughs> <laughs> so when I met Guy, he didn't have any of this stuff. He had zero. And then I don't know what happened or how I allowed it to happen, but somehow. I know exactly how it happened. Boxes just kept like appearing and. And that was it. And now look at the state of the situation. It's Your little fun. brother for Christmas was like, I would like those little, those little no, things. No, no, he wasn't. We... You were like, for his birthday, your little brother would like. I know. I think. I no think way some... did he ask. No. Anyway, anyway. Way. Somehow or another, I thought it would be a really good idea to buy your little brother a box of Space Marines. Amazing. For Christmas, yeah, and I was flying toss about them, and I, of course I helped him build them. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of I was course. like, you know what? This is really fun. I really enjoyed doing this when I was younger. So uh, when we got back at Christmas, I was like, oh, I'll just nip into the Games Workshop and see what they got. And I got myself a box of Cadian Shock Troops and a little Chimera. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We learned a little. We we watched um, mini war gaming and yeah. we learned how to play. And yeah. I hated it from the very beginning. You're lying. You're lying. I did not like it. You always used to force me to play it, and I'd end up crying. And there's just no fun in that. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's basically the same story in my house. Like <laughs> my my wife doesn't like. She won't play these games, even if I think that it's a game that I think she would be good at. Like um like I think she would be really good at like judgment. It's three yeah. models, not a whole lot of stuff to like maneuver small board and uh and she's just like i don't like games where i'm against somebody i don't yeah. like i don't have the want to win thing and so can just I be as her you, friend please you can you can <laughs> you absolutely can <laughs> so we had this problem obviously and we, we did play you, you you're playing play. you're playing up your your anger at playing a little bit you did used to play a little bit and then as the stakes grew so did the anger yeah but sure sure we, we started we started a little necromunda campaign i think we got like four games into it the old necromunda and uh yeah you had some really really crazy characters and stuff happened but it was just um uh very you were emotionally invested when, like, I don't like it when my little people get injured. And it wasn't just that they get injured and they, they you know, One in their commander. No fingers or something. Yeah, 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 he couldn't yeah. do anything, and then he was limping along. Yeah, what is the yeah, point? Yeah, just shoot him and kill him, right? Yeah. For God's sake, save me this suffering. All he had was a cricket bat, anyway. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, this is traumatizing. I can't talk about it anymore. It, it like, when we did uh, Kingdom Death, that was kind of like my first like playing a miniature game, 
and like all my friends got really invested in their like main characters and somehow we hadn't died like for kingdom death there wasn't a whole lot of death for us starting off until we started like getting body parts maimed and then it was just like this like this guy can only move one inch because he's like he's <laughs> missing a leg and he's also like sprained his ankle he's missing an <laughs> eye like it was like all these things and by the end of it, you're like there's a hunk of meat out on the field that that's the only thing that's actually winning this battle right now and like i get it it's it's very demoralizing when that happens um so I'm just also just not interested in it at yeah. all. I mean recently yeah. though like the actual game playing. You're not you're not interested in board games in general though. If it's like a competitive you against someone else board game, you don't like it. You, no. you can play Catan. Sort of, yeah. Without sort of. trying to kill people. And we've recently started playing Pandemic and Yeah, That's it's good because you're working together, yeah, exactly. it's nice. Monopoly? No. Yeah. A lot of people, but Honestly, I will. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I will have a tantrum, and I just it's just not worth it. And then the problem comes when you try to encourage me to play anyway, and then predictable things happen, and I have a tantrum, and then it's just like, <laughs> why, why, God, why? <laughs> like, why am I doing this at my why age? I like, I shouldn't it? be doing this right now. <laughs> so, so on, on the channel, there's actually a battle report, just in case some people don't know, a battle report that we filmed kind of at the start of lockdown, which is mm -hmm. me versus Penny. <laughs> And um, going briefly back to the editing side <laughs> of the conversation, I think uh, I edited that. Well, <laughs> I usually edit them down from about sort of three hours to half an hour. And I think this session was about five hours. Well, it didn't help that I had to have a break and go to bed. So we had to do it the rest of it the next day. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there was about two hours of swearing just cut out. <laughs> gone like, no, this is a family have... channel we can't have that <laughs> i don't have problems i just i just don't force me because i do it out of guilt because then i feel bad because guy would like me to play and he would like me to contribute and join in and i would like to be able to do that for him but i just can't you know i just can't do it you know the fact that you do and have done it the, the few times that you have i, I think that that shows like a, a commitment like <laughs> If I'm your guys's like relationship counselor right now, <laughs> I would be I would be like you guys should give yourself a pat on the back, yeah. <laughs> some positive affirmations, uh, because yeah, I mean like that stuff it's 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 weird and you know as someone who likes to game more than I like to hobby sometimes although it it just depends on the mood, like missing having games around is really like mentally like. It, exhausting like i miss having conflicts and talking shit and losing because i always lose i suck at the fucking games they're they're i'm really bad at them but uh i have a lot of fun being the glass cannon that runs in and rolls a lot of dice like i'm like go guys and uh and it's weird not having that right now and um you know i i don't know if i'm ever gonna be all right with casually playing games with people until like we are absolutely on the other side of coronavirus because it just is it's it's too much emotional risk and baggage to come along with something that i should be having fun with so sure. it's it's very weird um yeah. my wife That's wanted to ask a my wife wanted to ask a question uh because there there are rules in our house uh that i can't break um 
miniatures was like almost a bridge too far, mainly because she knew my obsessive uh, behavior and like just buying and buying and buying. Um, I got into close up card magic and uh, she was like, okay, this is getting a little weird. You're like shuffling cards and you know, <laughs> You're like, like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, whoever's that. Uh, 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 she looked at me and she had like, my, my wife doesn't give rules or ultimatums ever. And she was like, if you ever become a ventriloquist, I'm going to leave you. Like straight up. That was her like, a ventriloquist was the line. And like, I think I could probably cheat on her and get away, like figure out like how to get back in her good graces. But if I pick up a ventriloquist dummy, it is flat out over. And she's just like, I'm just not gonna do it. Like flat out, there's no room in my heart for a ventriloquist in my life. Do you have the same sort of rules? Is there a line? The, the line is so gone. It's already crossed <laughs> and you're still here. I can't see the line anymore. Um, <laughs> But just taking it back to ventriloquist dummies. No, don't take it back. I'm actually really good at doing ventriloquist uh, dummies. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so am I with Love this mask on. Yeah. You're, yeah. Guy, you're going to get me in trouble. You're going you to get me in trouble. That this is my ventriloquist. You haven't seen my other arm. This is my... <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, my phone's going. Oh, shall Sorry. I answer it? Shall I leave it? Just leave it. It's probably my dad. He's the only one that calls the house phone. Maybe it's Ava. She has been trying to ring me, God's sake. Sorry, how unprofessional. It's <laughs> a very old phone, so it's quite loud. I yeah. love it. It, it reminds me of oh, the, yeah, the on. days. Sorry. You got it. I bought that phone with my first ever um, pay check from being an actual factual doctor. We were walking in Brinton, which is a little place um, next to the sea here and they've got this vintage shop and they had all these old phones and oh my god they're just so beautiful and they all work because the guy who owns the shop does them up and makes them work and has converted all the old phone fittings to modern fittings and this one it has got a union jack on it oh my god and yes. the phone actually hangs on the side and it's an old Bakelite handle and it's yeah, oh. rotary dialer. And yeah, all. it's like a hundred years old. It's great. That's fantastic. I uh, I used to take care of a guy who was a hundred and two years old when he passed. He, he lived with us. Um, he just like found my dad and like that as a uh like adopted us. He was like, I can't do this alone. I need your guys's help. And so when we cleaned out uh his house to move him into our house, we found he was you know depression era. So like they yeah. just hoard things like that. He was uh, a, an extreme hoarder long before it was a TV show. And when we had the auction house come through and like pick the stuff of value, because we knew that there was valuable stuff in there. All the old rotary phones, the old Bakelite stuff. It was crazy the amount of value that they went for. Like it paid for getting most of him like into our house because we, we had to re. re you know, we had to do a ton of stuff to get him in there. And yeah. so it was it's like it's awesome that people still like that stuff. I mean, yeah, I absolutely. Absolutely. Our house is full of old, full old, old things shit. like that. <laughs> no, we don't call it shit. We call it classics. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, are we supposed to not swear on this he swore. podcast? I swear all the time. Like, 
Okay. It's called the murder basement. Like the the chances of me ever making any money off of YouTube are yeah. very slim. So I just say go for <laughs> it. Like we'll 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 brute force the monetization because just so many people want to hear us talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can start getting sponsors. You can just bypass monetization yeah, entirely. Yeah, get some sponsors. Yeah, no ads. So, so let's let's talk about that. So now. Midwinter Minis is a thing. It's happening. You have that badass synth music, which I have to say, like, you and Dana Howell are the two best YouTubes for synth music. And I'm gonna put me I'm gonna put me as like tier three because I'm still the new kid on the block. But watch out, you guys. Um there, there's something great. I like it. Well, that hearing your tracks like not sound like YouTube videos. Yeah. made me want to watch your YouTube videos more. And that's a really hard thing to describe to anybody who doesn't actually like think about the information they consume because uh, YouTube is so just like passive and throwaway. They all, all YouTube videos sound the same. And then when you get hit by, you know, some sweet, sweet, uh, like, you know, Jupiter eight synth stuff going on. I was like, oh wow, this is, there's something good happening here. Uh, how how was developing those things? Like, did you did you was it just a vanity thing? Like, I have all this music, I should be using it, or did you like no, make a I conscious made decision? It for to the do channel, that? which is but you've been thinking about it for quite a long time. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, the the first track that's um, called "A New World and New Starts" that was used in mm. the first um, uh, like the first ten or fifteen videos on the channel. Mm -hmm. uh, which has the little like thing yeah really really nice thank you that's beautiful <laughs> totally unprepared as well um really yeah you may not have noticed <laughs> um but uh it's i actually made it with the concept so the concept of a, a, a tabletop wargaming album existed before the channel okay and i was thinking it would be really cool to um, because the problem, well, just, sorry, just to like give you context, the problem I, I was experiencing was that finding music to put on at a reasonable volume that wasn't just really, really quiet, that didn't absolutely get in the way of people speaking was really hard to find. Sure. That, that didn't have like things cutting in or, you know, oh, people say, oh, you know, we play to like film soundtracks and that's cool, but a lot of film soundtracks suddenly start going, <laughs> It's like, oh, oh God, tone down, tone down. You know, or, uh, you know, I know a lot of people like listening to just normal music, like metal or whatever, while they're playing. And it's like, no, no, that's that's just totally, it like ruins the vibe of, of what you're, well, for me, of what you're trying to do. Uh, sure. The experience that you're having and kind of conjuring. Because there's a bit of suspension of disbelief, you know. It's all in the vein of trying to pretend that you're not just playing with toys when you're an adult. <laughs> you're like, no, 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 you have to set the scene with the correct music. Um, yeah. Well, I am frightfully aware of the reality of the <laughs> um, So I was like, right, I would like to try and make some music that you can have at a good volume that you can still speak over. So, and because, you know, I'm, I know about music production, I've done it for a long time. I was like, I know how to do it and I know what stuff not to put in and I know what to remove from the things that are there. So yeah, so the test is whenever I was making a track is like I turn it up pretty loud. <laughs> and if yeah, I can yeah. talk and like have a conversation with someone, 
ding, you know, Nailed good. It, yeah. If there's any parts where it's like, oh, that's a bit too like, mm. whatever, go back and, and kind of review that. So that was my idea. And I had this, this idea of like 10 minute loopable tracks that weren't really obvious where they started or where they ended. And uh, so I made a test track, which was the new world, a new start. And then I, I didn't even think about music really in the first video that I had. And I had the edit all done. And then mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, I wonder what it would sound like if I just dropped that track in there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really good. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just, that was it. And that was the kind of the, one of the things that I suppose set the channel apart was that it had original music. And people kept asking for it. And I was like, ah, it's good. So I'm like developing a market for it, essentially. <laughs> Uh, and and um, Sebastian got in touch, I think, first. It, it was Sebastian got in touch, uh, who I'd never met before, but he was just a fan of the channel. And he's like, I make music that's kind of similar. Can I make something and see if you want to use it on the channel? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I can't pay for it. I'm not, because the channel wasn't monetized or anything then. I was right. like, if you just want to see it used on the channel, totally, then maybe we can work something out in the future, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it started seeming like it could be a thing. So I got in touch with two of my old friends uh, from when we worked in the music store in Edinburgh. And I knew they made sort of kind of dark ambient stuff or they could. Yeah. Like, Guys, I've got a plan. Let's make two tracks each. Let's make an album, 80 minutes, whatever, and just release it. That'd be easy, right? And uh, yeah, everyone came up with these amazing tracks. I'm like, Wow, okay. And actually mine... Yeah, then uh, you had to do the second one. I had to do my second <laughs> one. When they, they sent me everything. And I had to do my second one. I was like, no pressure, no pressure. It has to be, has to be pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like a very interesting... It's it sold more than any music that I've been involved with mm. uh, in the past. And bearing sure, in mind... Sure. Bearing in mind, I, I, like I slogged away at music for like fifteen or sixteen years, and then in two years of doing miniature painting, I've now sold more music than, yeah, crazy. I think that's quite yeah, good, though, isn't it? You've got you've got the music part, you've got the video editing part. Your spoken voice is very, you know, and you've done instructional videos previously, so you know you know how to present yourself. It it's a, it's all of those things that contrib contributes to it, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you can paint miniatures, but you need the rest, I think. This, the secret of the whole channel is I'm not actually very good at painting miniatures. <laughs> I'm good at doing it fast and kind of saying, and knowing when to quit and saying, that'll do, you know? <laughs> but that's a really hard line for some people because yeah. they just don't know when to quit. And I mean, I find myself in that same zone of like, I could have stopped, you know, 10 steps ago, but because I'm in it this deep, you know, I might as well just keep on going and and especially since gaming isn't happening right now like i'm i'm in the weeds on some models that i just shouldn't be spending that much time on uh but you know penny like you shouldn't you know you shouldn't like you you are a magic part of this equation that like i don't i don't think guy would be near as far as where he is without you like you you just hearing you on screen talk about stuff explaining painting and doing it in a way where like it sounds like you actually really fucking like what you're doing right now instead of like being like drug into it like it feels like you are really into the the process of it and i think that enthusiasm 
like passes on you know like it, it's it seems like a really cool like project for you guys to work together and like even though i don't learn a lot from your guys's videos i watch them all like i it just cracks me up i'll have them on and watch it and you guys joke and it's good like i like that so don't don't count yourself out i think you're a very intricate part of this equation i think people do enjoy that don't they i think you know you get a lot of comments about kind of back and forth and and people often just say they watch them they're not interested they don't paint miniatures they don't play warhammer but there's something about the videos that they you know it's quite nice and enjoyable yeah. so i think that's that's one of the things where it the channel sort of stopped being just a, a miniature painting channel maybe it never was just a miniature painting channel but it's definitely some sort of entertainment value in there as well mm. i didn't I, I definitely never intentionally made the videos to be purely educational they're just entertainment you know sure uh and i put from from day one video one i put jokes in and you know <laughs> had the like the bane impression is that what i was gonna say is that you in the yeah, garage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was very good you, you were really bored in the dark wrong way round ruined it ruined it never do it second time um, yeah, it, there's always funny little bits in there, isn't there? Yeah. I, I mean, I think that like you know, the last last one that I really watched of you guys was like when you were doing the squirt gun challenge, <laughs> because like one like I watched Jeremy's and I was like, oh yeah, like Jeremy's doing this thing and like he's making nice little modular terrain and like I couldn't quite figure out what was happening like in you know like when you hold over like the icon it shows you like a like a flat fast like skip through the video thing like I was like they're not making the same thing that Jeremy's doing like what are they doing and like I like I was getting like all these like Mighty Max vibes from like the like level of like we're gonna take it up to this next thing and this next thing was like <laughs> and now i'm just like how the hell are you guys gonna store that in your guys's house like you're doing what everybody wants to do but like <laughs> it's right just there it's just leaning, against, leaning the against the wall really precariously i don't know what we're gonna do when it's a 3d thing but anyway well, yeah do, do you want context on this thing yeah yeah let's hear it okay uh, i kind of explained it roughly in the video but um it's it's going to be happening very soon, so I can maybe tell you, and this is exclusive information oh, for your interview. Um, so, uh, Jeremy and I were talking about making it, doing a challenge. We've we've been talking for a while anyway, and I said, uh, well, basically his his condition was, I'm just never going to get around to saying, yeah, let's do this thing. So come up with an idea, and give me a date and we'll do it. And I was like, right, okay, cool. Water pistols only. Uh, only. And this only. day. And he was like, great, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then, you know, we did a little back and forth on the uh, ideas. And then I just wanted to, well, I had this dream. I, did, <laughs> oh, I had a dream of creating the most uh, viewed <laughs> battle report series on YouTube. That was my that is my secret ambition. Yeah. Okay. Um you know, small small attainable small goals. Small scale attainable goals, you know. Well sure. the, thing, the thing is, some of the battle reports we've done are among the most viewed on YouTube. Sure. So with that in mind, I was like, I think we can take this to the next level because I don't want to just repeat the things that I've done. Because I'll get bored. Sure. It's like, right. I wanna make 
an arena. <laughs> like, rather than just play on a table, I want to make an arena. Yeah. So, it's a floor, back, and sides, and like a filming angle. So You're going to could... do the sides? Yes. Yeah. So, there is going to be, when you're watching this, it's going to be like totally enclosed. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think there's going to be a bar across the top with like a top-down camera. It's Dude, like... Be... Nice, like, slow-mo shots. shots. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm feeling I'm there. Dude, oh, I'm getting a good... I've been, look, I've been looking up, like, metal fittings to, like, uh, wheel across. Oh, I, I, do you think so many trips to Wix. <laughs> so, um, uh, I've been today and yesterday, I've been making the, the floor. Um, so the, the Battle Report series is going to be, when the thing's built, which is going to be soon, um, when the Battle Report series starts, it's basically going to be the FIFA World Cup. Uh, or do you have like in the USA? Do you have like knockout tournaments where there's sixteen teams going down to eight, going down to four? I'm going pretty down sure to two. that's a universal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if it's a sports thing, I think that that is the end goal of all of them. So, sure. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm just checking. I'm just. <laughs> where do you think America is? It's like. Dude. <laughs> everything here has to be number one even if we're number seven so like yeah, 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 yeah. you know that that's the way it is <laughs> so um basically i'm going to choose 16 start collecting boxes for warhammer 40,000 and make a tournament yeah i've got about I've, I've, <laughs> that's the right reaction i've got like eight of them already yeah or at least the, the stuff that's in those start collecting boxes and oh then yeah and we're gonna you're only allowed to use the stuff in the boxes. Right? Only allowed to use the stuff in yeah. the boxes. One setup. You're not allowed to like swap weapons out between games. Just one all-rounder setup, and see who has the best start collecting box. There and... is some real imbalance going on there. Of course. That's good. Yeah. 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 Like it's going to be it's, funny. It's 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 the new combat patrol size board, so it's quite small. So the things that armies that you'd be like, oh god, they're not going to do very well, like orcs, you'd say because. You know, it's like all six plus six plus save on everything. Yeah, like, they're oh, very squishy. Yeah, yeah. But if they go up against, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just, I think it's going to be really interesting because there's hmm. the new chaos. <laughs> like the the new chaos space marines box is badass. Like like they're that one is a really good one, and they're they're going to like give a lot of teams room for their money. Yeah. But like you know, like I've. I really like the demons of Warhammer. Like, I actually like when it comes to the shooty stuff. I'm like, meh. Like, I like the weird demon stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the the Slanesh, they if you can get in close combat with them, they're pretty devastating. So yeah. if you got like, uh, you know, the uh, demons of Slanesh going up there, you, you might have a good time with them as well. But uh, you know, they are also very squishy. <laughs> I uh, the the funny thing really is just that how different. Uh, lists even well sorry i find the funny thing is that lists that are very very good at doing certain things just get absolutely trashed doing other things so yeah. uh the necron list that we used for the they've been in three battle reports so far on the channel they've won every time you controlled them in the last one they win every time it's such a good little list because you know mm -hmm. in small format games you know coming back is just devastating yeah, and I was like, obviously, that's the only reason I agreed to play. Because you knew you'd win. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just, I before lockdown started, 
uh, I went to a local gaming store and I was like, Does, is anyone up for just playing a couple of 500 point games? Uh, and this guy was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And he had uh, Eldar, Craftworlds. And I got absolutely hammered using the same yeah. Necron list. And I, I didn't even kill one of his units. I was tabled in like turn two. Sure, like, sure. Ah, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, that was an interesting game. <laughs> the Necrons are weird because like they don't have enough pew pew to like keep up with some of these lists and they're like really slow. So yeah. like like I I the only time I really had troubles playing Kill Team because I played Necrons when I did Kill Team um, was going up against Drukari or Harlequins. Like they like were just all over the place. Otherwise, like the the you know Necrons could hold their own, but they like anything fast comes up against them and gets into like close range, it's done. Game over. Yeah, crazy. Uh, that's going to be an insane series. So when are you going to start that? Uh, probably, is it August still? Yeah, next month, September, sure. Oh my God. Um, so my, my plan is that it's going to be every other week. So there's going to be a game, a battle report every two weeks. Fully painted? Like everything fully painted? Everything fully painted. Son of a bitch. <laughs> when, 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 the, um, when the team isn't, well, if there's an upcoming team that hasn't already been painted, the episode before it will probably be how to paint that whole box because I'll oh be doing it for, I'll be for the episode. It. <laughs> that's, a, I mean, that's a really impressive goal and like gives you like months of content. And if yeah. it's, uh, if it's trucking along, like, uh, especially if you ham it up, like give them some like voiceovers and, you know, like, I think you could actually like have something like everybody would show up because I don't like watching big old long battle reports, but I think I would watch that. That sounds pretty yeah. fun. So the 500 point battle reports that we did before, were they sort of the actual running time of the game is about 25 minutes, 30 minutes ish. Yeah. Uh, in the video. In the video. It takes about three hours to film because sure. we have to kind of like play it a bit slower than we would normally and make sure everything's filmed and we're commenting on what we're actually doing. So it take, takes a bit longer. But realistically, it's not, you know, it's like a whole day to actually prepare and play the game and then a whole day realistically to edit it. So it's two days of, of like pretty intense work uh, to create something that's really good. For me, I really enjoy watching them back, you know, I'm like, <laughs> that's, you know, keep, keeping some of the bits in that we did. I'm uh, so funny. <laughs> I really, <laughs> but I think that, that's the thing as well, like I said. I'm really, I've got a, such a short attention span. If I can watch my own videos back, I'm like, I must be doing something right. Do you know what I mean? There's, sure. There's no point where I'm like, this is really boring. <laughs> I need to skip this. Um, but uh, I've got some very exciting stuff. I can't probably can't, can't tell you the people, but I have some well-known uh, people in the hobby sphere who are going to be controlling certain armies either here which will be very exciting, or remotely. Interesting. And, Via me. Yeah, you'll be their proxy player. Um, and there will be a secret boss. Here is, yeah, a VIP in the industry. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I was just going to, like, say, what, so, like, what's the next step? Like, like how are you going to, like, one-up this? And I think you just one-upped yourself with... Yeah. The layout of that that's yeah, really yeah. that's crazy yeah. uh that makes me want to watch it even more damn it guy <laughs> <sighs> so also 
uh, I've been chatting with the guys who do the music with me, and we are creating unique. Well, the aim is to create unique music for each faction, <laughs> so that during their turns, the right music is playing, and each cool. and each army has like a little, not an anthem, but like a little sting, nice. like a, a, a light motif uh, that would play. It's like they're WWF when they're walking down yeah, with some the intro MVP. music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm into that. Uh, if 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 there's any uh, any room for old Heathy Boy to be part of that project, nice. let me know. I, uh, I I need a really good excuse to kick myself in the ass to make some music right now. <laughs> good. good, actually. Uh, so I was talking with Brent the other day, and I was like what like i have i have a couple like here in sales we call them b hags the big hairy audacious goals where like uh you you put everything on the line because that's what it's that's that's what it's you know your, your the goal is and so like if your sales goal is you know uh you know twenty five thousand dollars a month your b hag is 40 you know you like you, you just like push yourself to hit that next thing sure. and uh and so i was asking brent what his b hag was because you know like brent has troubles doing weekly content uh and and it seems like when you're doing it full-time weekly content is actually like pretty key to keeping your channel growing and keeping uh you know uh, attention to your channel um what what are the, the the next things that you can see for midwinter minis because you've partnered with people you've done a lot of different videos uh what's what do you want to see this become because i i want to see this miniature game hobby space i want to see it elevate and I, and I think it's going to take people like you. It's going to take people like Brent and, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy, you know, like it's going to take the big players to like making a push for something. So what do you, what do you see as the future? It's a tricky one because although I am ambitious, I also, uh, I'm very laid back and <laughs> I don't want to say lazy, but I would say lazy. <laughs> uh, quality of life comes before uh growth for me sure sure so um i would be i know this like sounds really boring but i would be absolutely happy just maintaining what i currently do okay anything on top of that is a bonus and that's fine so that that's the reason why um i mean it, things might have to change because uh say for example if if uh youtube dramatically changes the way it monetizes or it pays mm -hmm. uh I'd, I'd be in trouble you know i make about half of the money i make on uh youtube and about half from patreon so sure. it's it's like a, a very normal salary do you know what i mean it's not like it's not some crazy like executive wage right uh, right uh it's just a normal thing that i would earn somewhere else but i get to do something very cool and i'm very very grateful for that but um, uh, what was my point? Quality of life. Quality of life and goals. Quality of life. Yeah, that was it. So I don't, I don't chase advertisers um, for like sponsored slots. I get offered a lot of sponsored slots in the channel all the time, and you know, for people to send me stuff to review, and I'm just not interested because that's not. Uh, I just think, would I watch that video? 
no, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm not going to sure. make it. I'm not going to make a video I wouldn't watch. You know, that's that's for me, that's the epitome of selling out. That's the, the actual definition of it. So yeah. um, I'm just not interested in doing that. The the one advert that I've run on the, on the actual channel was for World of Warships. And that was uh, kind of the right the right sponsor at the right time, because I was already scripting a video about, you know, Warhammer being popular. And there's a huge section in it where I'm talking about video games. And they were like, oh, we're doing a crossover with Warhammer 40,000 in a video game. And I was like, well, that kind of writes itself, doesn't it? Sure. <laughs> so I gave them the free and they paid it and that was, you know, did it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, for, there's, there's so many like 3D printing, um, mm. uh, like third party companies and stuff that, uh, although I would love to have their stuff, I, I can't make a video just on that. Do you know what I mean? It, it just... Uh, for me, it holds no interest at all. And it's and not I, what the channel's about. No. And I, th I think, you know, you have to, you're, you're, you are speaking to your audience who are there for what you produce. They're not there to just be... Uh, sold to. Yeah, sold yeah. to. They're not just there, like, look at my stuff so I make yeah. loads of money. Uh, I, I would be, and I have in the past, I'd be much more inclined to, to, if I get something and I think it's great, I'll make a little video on it, you know, like a, almost a bonus video. So the mm -hmm. the Felder and um, Blackstone Fortress foam set, you know, I was Hell like, yeah. this is brilliant because it was just, you know, the the miniatures clattering around in the box before that, and I was like, this probably isn't very good. So, and they're very uh, fragile. <laughs> they're yeah, very yeah, fragile. yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, and it's it's not very clear how to actually put the things in and where they go. So I was like, this is how you do it. That this is a useful video for literally everyone that has Blackstone Fortress. Maybe you will find it useful as well. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I'm not adverse to doing that, but uh, that's a bit of a tangent away from my ambitions for the channel. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I like. It in your, like, yeah. your, it's my ambition for the channel is to it? just continue doing what I like to make yeah. because I think other people probably like to watch that. Well, they do because that's yeah. why it's done well so far, isn't it? Hmm. Well, and you are the product like it, we may be talking about warhammer but it like you could put literally anything else in there and you know it, people are coming back for guy and penny it's not it's not so much what we do it's just the fact that there's a the shared interest of that and that's the, the thing that like people who are actually making it in youtube you know i was talking with scott about this like I think Scott could stop doing weekly videos that are just weekly videos. I think he could do like actual, this is what I want to do videos and people would show up for Scott because he's got that sort of following and they aren't, they aren't really there just because he paints Warhammer. They're there because, you know, the like miniature, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's a really interesting aspect about content creation um, and something that you know, when you come from like a band idea where it's the group and, you know, everybody is working for a common goal, when you when you break off and it's the solo show, like it's hard to value yourself as the product because that's actually what you're selling. And that's yeah. that's a really interesting place to be in 2020, because it, it seems like that's the the product of people is the only thing that is actually in, in growing right now as we all have more time to watch we all get to know you all better or we feel like we get to know you better um 
And so, like, I've seen a lot of channels, like, in the last couple of months just get so much more hits and so much more traction and, the, like, more personality is there. And I, and I think that that's a cool thing. I mean, like, for me, I want to see, I want to see, like, a geek and sundry version of, you know, like, all of all of these shows all put into one and you'll have like the a tv station a p a pbs or you know like whatever like of of miniature painters and hobbyists because like i think you could put all of this stuff together and you know some of the D D people and have like really amazing uh you know uh content to 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 be put out because all of all of the people in it are so different, you know, the, the, the big players, there's very little actual cut and paste copies of each other. Yeah, definitely. I think as well, I was just saying to you literally yesterday, wasn't I, that the, the hobby sphere and the, the, the general industry is growing still quite rapidly, actually. Yeah. And you know, the company, the bigger companies involved in it are seeing record sales, you know, uh, share prices higher than they've ever been um and of course that'll level off and it'll come down but at the moment it is growing and the appetite for the uh, stuff is growing the the whole situation of lockdowns mm. happening all over the world it's kind of forcing people to kind of reduce their outdoor activities and or so and social you know and so like, you know yeah home-based stuff it's it? just one of those things that do you know what it so many people maybe have thought about doing it uh, or did it in the past and sort of didn't have the time or they, for whatever reason, they stopped. And it's just really easy to pick up again. And there's so much more uh, inspiring stuff at the moment to actually help you. Sure. And to make you want to do it and to feel like it's a cool thing rather than, you know, this kind of like secret nerdy, you know, murder-based <laughs> thing. <laughs> right, right, right. No, absolutely. Sure. Sure. So, do you think, um, like, for me, I hate I hate editing hobby videos. Like, they just are just so mind numbing to me. I I like I like talking to people. I'm I'm too much of an extrovert to sit behind and watching my face do things or listening to my voice do things. So, like, I found myself being like really big into Twitch and live streaming, and that has been for like my sanity like a really huge part of like my weekly routine is if I get a free second, I have on Twitch. If I, um, you know, have time to actually stream, I do it, you know, like in every Sunday I do it and it's fantastic. Uh, do you guys think you'll ever do any Twitch streaming or anything like that? I know right now YouTube is trying to push the live features more and it like, I love watching the behind the scenes stuff. Like I watch, like Jazza's daily Jazza him talking videos way more than I actually watch his like you know weird stupid challenge videos because like <laughs> I, I I'm more interested in the human than I am in whatever he's doing yeah um and and uh Twitch has given that to the the mini painting community to where like you can sit down and hang out with Sam Lenz and listen to metal with him while he paints a, you know, plague Marine and, you know, just have your mind blown away at that sort of stuff. Do you think that there's a, a place for that for you guys at all? Um, certainly occasionally, why not? Um, the, I don't, I think my strength, <laughs> the strength of what I do is I'm good at editing. I think I'm a, I'm a, like a good, uh, 
storyteller through editing. My sure. my ability to uh, speak live certainly there, but it's not my my main skill. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, it's very. I find it very difficult to kind of, uh, and I, I go off at tangents a lot. And I know you, you know you could say, well, people will just watch whatever, but that is part of what makes those things enjoyable, though. Sure. I, I I really like watching kind of behind the scenes things because the finished product is is fine, but it's something that just is a bit more personal. If you hear the cock ups and you, you know, and sure. you, that's why I always say to you to keep all the the bloopers, but you don't. But I think they're the best. Bit, or, yeah, I know, but then when I release a four-hour video of just the bloopers, it's so funny. <laughs> it's just you swearing constantly. It is just yeah. you swearing constantly, or us <laughs> failing to pronounce words twenty-five times in a row, or you know. But I, yeah. I, I like to watch other people's videos like yeah. that. You know, if you're watching a TV program, yeah, the finished product's fantastic, but behind-the-scenes bits are always better because it's like I don't know, it's like you're sneaking in on something that you, everybody else hasn't isn't party to. Sure. Which, it just makes things a bit more personal, I think. But I don't know. If it's, it's, it's not something I'm ruling out. And definitely, uh, occasionally, I might do like a live stream for a specific thing or like do a, uh, I don't know, in the future, I might do like a 24-hour live stream for charity or something. I don't know, like building and painting a set a in one day or punishment. something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's entertaining, isn't it? And if I can help charity, then that's great. But um, yeah, I, I think primarily that isn't, you know, what I do isn't going to change. It's not going to change from like my my format of the videos that I do to live streaming. It's sure. going to be an occasional thing. Yeah, it, it it's interesting because like I'm seeing like live streamers getting to the YouTube zone, like Sam Lins just like started his YouTube channel, yeah. and um, you know they're. they're like both spaces, I don't know if they're oversaturated, but it feels like we're we're heading to a place where there there are going to have to be like some um, some lines in the sand made, you know, and people making decisions on whether edited content or live content's the way to go. And you know, watching um, like I don't know, do you watch Tabletop Minions, Adam, Uncle Adam, at all? I watch, I watch, this is the thing, I watch his videos, I don't watch any live streams. Uh, literally, the only live streams I ever watch are when people that I know or I speak to a lot kind of uh, live stream. Are doing them, sure. Yeah, yeah. so if like Scott uh, from Miniac does a live stream, I'll go in there and I'll jump on and I'll like annoy him in the comments. Uh, <laughs> it feels my duty, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he um, appreciates that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just, again, that's like my preference. My preference is not to watch live stream stuff. Sure. Uh, I prefer to watch. I think for you, it's things. because you, it's the attention. It's not necessarily attention span. It's the, I'm watching this to get the content and it should yeah. be there. Whereas yeah. the live stream is just chat, isn't it? And yeah. there's not as much focus, I think, mm. which you. But then there's the interaction element as well. And yeah. I can see the benefits. It's just something that I personally, I, I don't personally connect with. So I just like to assume that there are also people who don't personally connect with that and they'll probably want to like, you know, more enjoy the format that I make. Sure. Oh, and I, I'm, I used to not like Twitch at all. Like I, I'm selfish. I've said this many times. I like, like this. I like us talking to each other. And when I see somebody else talking to somebody else in chat, I'm like, you aren't talking to me and I want your attention right now. And I, <laughs> I, I feel it like 
now that I've been part of it and I've gotten over it, it's much easier now. But like getting started, especially if you got like a question and like you get skipped in chat, like it is infuriating. You're just like, ah. <laughs> so like it's, I don't know, it, live stuff. It's uh, for me, it works because I just talk and just hang out and. I, I will never do the the YouTube stuff. I think there's enough people doing it, and I think that it that like there's enough tutorials, there's enough cool content uh, from creators that I'm keep on finding new ones every day. Like Steady Crafting. Have you guys done Steady Crafting yet? Yeah, we've been the Craftsman. Yeah. the craft? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, the craft man. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I'm so glad that I found something like that because, like, I, d I don't know where else you get characters like that. It's you know, you can't do that. Concept, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real, yeah. like, nice fresh air kind of element yeah. to yeah. the hobby, yeah. which is good. Yeah. And and that's that's when the idea of, like, a, a TV station starts hitting me more. Like, like oh, man. Like you could do this. This this could be like modern day Sesame Street. And like when he had just had his like con uh, contest to like get all of like the the kids where you make your your own Craftsman intro and you heard kids doing like little like paper puppet stuff. Like that was heartwarming. And I'm like I never had even considered how like important this could be to the hobby space. Um, and so it's it, it's really interesting to kind of think about like the other formats of this you know what like because i know the appeal is much more than just people who like warhammer in a grim dark future like you guys are funnier than that you know and <laughs> and appeal more is is more there so i don't know to me it's it feels like we're like one big company away from them figuring out that this is this is actually way cooler than than it should be maybe it's better staying or staying Sort of in a personally controlled way, though. I yeah, know. I think there is something though about. I think the problem is that in in the hobby hobby sphere that we have, is that Games Workshop as the kind of the top dog as a manufacturer. Yes. Um, really, whatever people think about the sort of progressive community that they're developing currently, they're really not very good at kind of working with. Uh, content creators. No. In fact, one of the worst companies I've ever experienced working with content creators. Your honest. video talking about that was uh, like really eye-opening because I have yeah. often wondered if that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, that's not to say they, they are going to stick like that or they're never going to change, but uh, it's just it seems crazy to me that, that there are people who um, basically now make their living off essentially talking about painting, playing with a company's products, and they basically have close to zero involvement. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, or support. Uh, and, you know, there are companies, um, not uh, not even in the, the fields that I'm uh, used to working in or, or particularly knowledgeable about, there are companies who literally just pay, uh, you, you know, content creators to make stuff with their products in. Yeah. Out outright you know they actually contract them and it's like well i'm not expecting people to do that but it's 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 crazy that you know um say for example if if someone like um i don't know like if if miniac for whatever reason got into some kind of hardship 
and you know it wasn't financially viable to, for him to make videos yeah for whatever reason that would be a catastrophic loss for the hobby community yes and he would get no help you know there, there wouldn't be any like lifeline when he's uh like a major contributor to <laughs> you know games workshops yeah. profits yeah. really yeah absolutely uh just you know just saying the facts uh anyone with even a remotely kind of uh, you know business <laughs> focused mind can see that as like a sure. fact. um but it, yeah it, it seems crazy that they, they they basically leave people in the dark so much but anyway that's not a lot uh, i mean it's it's a it's a weird it puts a weird sense of uncertainty on the future of what you guys are doing because like like i mean games workshop's always going to make warhammer warhammer is not going away like and they couldn't piss off enough like people to actually really hurt their bottom dollar that it's and because even the people who said you know they're going to boycott gw now are like totally full of shit. Like they've, we've all spent our ten grand. We're here. Like we're invested. And like, so like, the the like when Brent said that to me, I was like, dude, you're totally right. Like we are going to be talking with racists the rest of our lives. That's going to be part of the the conversation of Warhammer now. Uh, and 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 hopefully the local stores once they're back, it won't be super heated and people will have calmed down because like I don't think anybody wants to be you know, just, you know, blacklisted from their own shop, you know, like cooler heads hopefully will prevail. You know, we all posture online a lot, but, um, you know, so like, there's always going to be things from GW, but like, it's, it's interesting seeing, you know, all the other companies in the space right now, you know, you got like Parabellum games doing conquest and, you know, they haven't quite broke through and, or figured out the, um, the the online thing and and i'm really confused because like i was hoping to kind of be part of that and literally all i can do is just talk about it like i'm because i'm just not going to do those types of videos and it's it seems like you're right like these companies should be investing in you guys more because the healthier the relationship the better both businesses will be you know there's there's a symbiosis happening there yeah and like when I said investment, I'm not just talking about money. I just mean like time and information. That that is often more valuable than money in terms of what you can do to prepare ahead and what anything like that. Yeah. I think realistically, the thing that will dramatically change uh, for the better is as soon as another company brings out a game that is popular enough. You know, it doesn't have to be like amazingly popular, but popular enough has a really good rule set. Has digital rules available and digital, you know, uh, army building, rules referencing, uh, you know, an app for the game, essentially. Yeah. No, no books, you know, stop printing books. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I really don't understand it. It's crazy. The whole thing about the Indomitus reprints taking three months is because the books are printed in China. And they have to yeah. be shipped over, you know, that's why are you doing that? Just don't print the books say <laughs> you know here's an app or like here's a pdf searchable pdf of all the rules you know yeah and just knock the knock the price of the box down by a tenner and people would prefer that box honestly do you know what i mean i think it, yeah. especially when things like battle scribe are beating gw at their own game you know like there's yeah. already 
things doing it, you know, and like I'm all about the fluff, but like, like I don't use iOS. And so it's like the only way that I can get GW stuff is in a PDF. And then I can't like I can't have all the special features that come with like an iBooks thing. And it makes it really frustrating to try to use their products digitally. Uh, I'm very confused by that aspect of their business model. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of things that GW does that are perplexing they just need a little bit of competition is what i was going to say you know a a game that is kind of made by someone else does quite well has good rules good models and you know digital uh app assistant app do you know what i mean yeah and they'll be like oh man that's what we need to do like this is what uh." yeah yeah they just need someone to kind of start putting a little fire under them maybe you know and i don't think uh what's their name um Oh, uh, geez. Not Kings of War. Is that the new one that everybody likes over there? Mantic. Yeah. Mantic. Yeah. Yeah. Mantic made quite a few games. Apparently, they're quite good. Yeah. I've never played any of them, uh, but, you know, I've I've heard good things about it. Uh, and that seems to be like their big push is being able to give people stuff, you know, and like parabellum with conquest like if you like the dark fantasy stuff they've got that in spades but like if you want to do pew pew shooties like they don't have you yet and that's and that's really that's really important and you know and especially when you have things like um you know ash uh ash uh, barker or baker uh his like uh um zombie apocalypse game like he sold tons of that book (laughs) and like has a really really loyal community who loves that and you know it's just like like it i don't know it, it feels like there's a big disconnect from like the big guys versus all this like fragmented little guy stuff which i don't know that could be a whole whole nother topic that i'm just not mentally prepared to tackle right now yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um We've gone a little bit over our hour now, uh, and I, I really appreciate you guys hanging out and talking. Um, so, yeah, like, is there there anything that you guys want to, like, push or promote besides this whole new ar- arena game? Is there things that you really like that you re- want more people to pay attention to um, besides uh, your guys' music? Uh, no, I think that that's fantastic. Anyway, I just uh, would like to encourage people to just enjoy their hobbies and enjoy their lives and uh yeah be nice to each other and have fun oh that's so profound guys and get drunk (laughs) (laughs) penny you are in a, a very unique situation where you get to see the uh the other side of of the coin when it comes to a pandemic How's that? How's that working for you? Do you feel? Uh, do you feel? I mean, I'm sure in in you know England is much better than it is here. Like here, it just feels like dire. <laughs> you know, like are you? Do you feel like you're coming on the other side of it? You guys are handling it all right. It definitely feels better. I mean, we were. I mean, lots of our. Uh, luckily, I was in in. I say luckily, just the way it worked. I was in um, primary care when it was kind of the peak. So I was in the community working in a GP surgery. Um, so I kind of didn't have that same full on COVID rota, hospital based madness that, that a lot of people did. Um, 
I, you know, I was going to be called back to the hospitals, but they, they didn't need us in the end. They were well staffed enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, from colleagues, you know, nursing and, and, and doctor friends, the stories have been awful, you know, just, and we are in an area that really hasn't been hit that badly, especially me, I was working, you know, even further away from London than when we live, um, and we were hit fairly minimally, I would say, but um, it's changed everything about the way we've been practicing, I mean, we've had months of not really seeing patients face to face, you, which uh, a lot of places do anyway, they have telephone triage or video appointments or whatever but we had we were very much a sort of face-to-face surgery I mean I only just it happened fairly soon after I started there so I I say we like it's not really my surgery or anything but um everything changed and patients found that difficult to adjust and the attitudes were very different sometimes I'd be arguing with a very frail and vulnerable 96 year old lady that I really did not need to have a look in her ear like it's going to be fine please just give it a few weeks and maybe if things are better then you can come down to the surgery um to other people who I'm like I really think I need you need to go to hospital um but they don't want to go because they don't want to to get COVID so that's been a whole new element to to managing to managing patients and 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 people's anxieties and mental health problems and has has been a real thing uh, which it is anyway but yeah it's been interesting hasn't it mm. the more like, important question is yeah it's going to take over from your questioning position just do it this is my do own question uh, the more important question is how long do you think it's going to be until a patient recognizes you as being many from midwinter minis <laughs> well, recognizing me is going to be more difficult. There's not much of me kind of visually around. There's a few pictures on your Instagram, I think, but You've got quite a unique voice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I don't know. I don't think that you know you you've only been recognized twice, guy. I mean, for God's sake, your your face is on pretty much every video so if you've only been recognized twice i think there's a long time coming before i do twice in two weeks in the street whoa it's kind of that was kind of weird yeah well perfect timing we had a visitor we had my parents were around and then they had brought a friend that we'd never met before and it made guy come across as so famous when he's not, you know, <laughs> just with this new person that we've never met, and oh look, guy gets recognised in the street like it's a totally normal occurrence. Oh god, brilliant! I love it. I, you know, it that is a weird thing. Being, you know, when you have a hundred thousand subscribers, like that's not an insignificant amount of people, and you know, when you're getting. 20 or 30,000 on the low end of views like that that's a lot of people that you're you're in their houses and like you know coming from the musician side like I was thrilled when I like man our band page has like 50 people liking it right now yeah. and I didn't even work at that like <laughs> it's it, it's a whole whole new ball game being in everybody's houses the way that you are and um and and I think that it means that the the relationship between like viewer content creator is very different as well because the every single one of us feels like we know you way more than we actually do you know like it, you know because 
if 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 you were to ask most people like what they actually think that these people are like in their daily lives like no one knows that you have a dog no one knows that you like you know enjoy a nice glass of wine these are things that aren't talked about but like are are like actual real things that uh you know flesh out the three-dimensional people that you guys are and so it's it's really interesting getting a a glimpse inside these things so thank you so much for for sharing that with us and penny thank you for you know continuing being you know a doctor and doing this stuff and being there i know it's hard but like you know we need you and that's great so we we need more rational people helping other people to not be idiots and uh (laughs) we could use some of that over here in the states right now big time (laughs) um i love you guys honestly truthfully do Um, i I really I, you guys have given uh, a lot of entertainment and a lot of hours of just like straight up like I I enjoy it my wife likes when it's on you know and she could care absolutely less about what's happening like thank you so much for bringing that to the hobby and uh, making this hobby a happier and healthier place because your, your hard work has absolutely been noticed thank you no, thank you're you doing your much. part as well I, I don't want to seem like it's the me show you're, you've got a really good channel on the rise <laughs> Doing well. Just hit 500 it's, subscribers, right? I did. I did. Yeah. It's uh, that's a a weird feeling. Like I was like, huh, 500. That just happened, and yeah. and it's and it just keeps on going. Uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how long format conversations go for the the like growth of a channel. <laughs> because like, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised if, if people stick around. It's that's what YouTube wants. Yeah. You know? yeah true true i what i need is an editor to edit like i've got two things that happen right now my my conversation i my comments are either the conversations are great or heath you talk too much and we want to hear more of the other person and uh and i get it like i'm an extrovert i totally like will talk and talk and talk uh so i just need like an editor who can edit me out of the videos and make them not be like garbage and that way they're like the people who don't want to hear me talk can have like a nice truncated conversation and then I, i'm just capitalizing off the same content twice that's all i need <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the, but you the, have those people who who want exactly what you make which is you know, a, a <laughs> right. yeah that's the thing it's not an interview yeah. don't don't maybe uh for maybe you've already done this in your mind but maybe you should focus not on creating interviews but it's just a conversation. It's, it's just like letting yeah. people listen in on a conversation about set, a certain yeah. topic with certain people. Absolutely. Oh, it's like I try not to use the word interview because yeah. it, it gives this uh, level of profession that people expect. <laughs> and like, like I need everybody, if anybody gets to this point in the video, I need everybody to know that I'm just like you. I'm a fanboy. And I'm having a lot of fun talking with potential new friends. And so sometimes I uh, extrovert all over the microphone. And I'm sorry about that. I'm just very enthusiastic. (laughs) (laughs) No, it comes off. It's good. Enthusiasm is what it's about, isn't it? It's uh, like, seriously, out of all the sales techniques and things that I've learned in my years of doing a bunch of bullshit jobs, sales is really the the transfer of enthusiasm from one person to another and that is what i think you even though nobody wants to be sold to on youtube the enthusiasm of what everybody does is what 
the the product that we're buying you know we want to oh. like i don't want to listen to a you know uh, a channel that's just depressing the entire time you can't help yeah. it like you know like like think, it think, needs to be good. sales people are the the secret ingredient here because i know a lot of people who have made other channels uh former sales people i certainly am you certainly are sales people that's the key Okay. Those are my least favorite kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> Jer Jeremy, Jeremy uh, hypothesized that YouTube is the home for failed musicians, uh, and I thought that that was really funny. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, totally." <laughs> but no, the sales thing, like, you have to be able to talk, and you have to actually understand, you know, the the aspects, the angles that you know people want to listen to, and that's yeah. that's hard. So. And you get used to just doing the like constant very slight smile perfect perfect <laughs> <laughs> i swear it's like some mind control or something <laughs> you're just trying to trick people into buying it's stuff. not a trick yeah but it feels like it i don't like it just lovely bring a wink in every once in a while yeah yeah <laughs> my, my favorite was to just like throw out random compliments and it was in Scotland, so I could like literally whatever they were wearing, I'd be like, "That's a really nice coat." And they'd be like, "Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah." We go without without a coat in yeah. Scotland. Conversation starter. Really. God's sake, guy, you're so sleazy. <laughs> Seriously, my number one sales pitch when I when I was doing guitars uh, was, "Oh, dude, that guitar is awesome." And then everybody would be like, "Yeah, dude, it is." It's like, "Yeah, you want to buy it?" And that was it. That was like that was like my conversation. And like, I w I was a really good guitar salesman, and everybody hated me because because I I didn't actually care. I learned all the things. I learned the wood. I learned the neck radiuses. I did all that stuff for the people who wanted it. Yeah. But most people don't want that shit. They just want to right. look cool and feel cool. And you're just like, dude, that guitar is awesome. And then they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I would say about 90% of the guitars and just any instrument I sold was to um, parents. Yeah. Yeah. By, by, you know, you be really nice to the kid, you know, set them up on the stuff, be really cool with them, be like, oh, wow, you know, how long have you been learning? And they're like, a year. And you're like, wow, you sound really, really good. You're doing really well. <laughs> and then, you know, you go and speak to the parents. Oh, they're doing really well. They're doing really well. Are they getting private lessons? No. Oh, but... This is all just lies, <laughs> isn't it? It's such a it is. Industry. It is, no, it <laughs> you know, isn't lies. Really good because he's played Stairway to Heaven twenty-seven times, and everyone wants to shoot themselves. That's not a bad thing. That's a difficult song. You I can't play that You moan about now. it all the time. I'm not very good though. The the thing. The, so, guy, I'm guessing you and I are about the same age. You're um, you, oh yeah, I'm thirty-seven in in a couple months. So yes, you remember learning guitar before the uh, the internet and yeah. that is it's like when i started watching kids playing like avenge sevenfold and doing sweep arpeggios i was like you little shit like i <laughs> am gonna like i'm gonna take you out back and i'm gonna break your goddamn hands like because i still can't play a sweep arpeggio to save my life and like i have been working on it for 20 years <laughs> like it's the the difference between like learning pre-internet and learning post like specifically youtube it's yeah. dramatic. Like it's going to change. I it should have already changed colleges at this point because the wealth of information's there. Just YouTube doesn't have the context that college brings. Like there's got to be so, like a recogni 
a recognition of like I've watched five thousand hours of people painting minis online. I actually know how to paint X like at X level, you know. Like, mm. it's it's interesting to think that, and yeah, like, man, sell, selling guitars and like I thought it was going to be a lot of smoke on the water and you know bullshit like that. And these kids are coming out playing like crazy things. Like, ah, oh, I should quit. I should quit playing guitar and pick up synthesizers. That's what I, I should do. I actually thought when I started working at a music store. I was like, I'm pretty good. I can play, you know, I can play guitar. I can play bass. I can play keyboards. I can play, you know, whatever. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can sing. It's great. And then, so no, no, no. I know. I thought I was pretty good. Yeah. You know, like 24 or whatever it was when I started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like had my own band, was selling music, whatever. And then you start working at a music store. Literally mm -hmm. everyone you work with and most people that come through the door are so far beyond your, you know, skill level. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. feel like a child constantly. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good feeling. You did work with talented. some incredible yeah. musicians, though. The manager of the store was oh like, he, could, he was in a, basically like a Van Halen tribute band. <laughs> and he, <laughs> it was like, he can play some of the things better than he plays them on the record, like cleaner. Like, yeah. What? What? <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Like that level of like dedication to one thing is something that I do not have. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I I like the plateau and hanging out where I feel cozy. I'm like, no, I can do this. I can talk with the big guys, but I don't have to be as good as them. But like, you know, like I've, I can look at my stuff and feel good about it. It's the same thing like with music with me. Like I got just as good as I wanted. Then that and that was about it. <laughs> you were just looking at your paint job of the Duchess. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. that one. I've been doing live on Twitch and I've been doing it for like two months now. <laughs> and I'm ready to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, good. really nice. Well yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's just weird. Like, you know, the things that I did on like the Duchess aren't hard. Like literally anybody can do them. That they're the exact same skills that you guys paint in your like teaching your videos. Like I just have really good paint and I knew that there were certain things that I wanted to look a certain way. So mm -hmm. then I just did the like the the mental work beforehand. Like I think that 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 was like the the key but like uh, you know pro krill paint is the best paint i have ever used uh because i did most of the work on that in like the first three hours like all the rest have just been me like dialing it in but by and large it's looked the same for two months <laughs> <laughs> so like i mean i think that's the other weird secret you know like that that last 10 percent of detail takes you know 80 percent of the time like yeah. the heavy lifting the things that you like the blends the reds I did all that in you know two minutes. That was that was no problem. Just paint and wet blending. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So well, long may that continue. <laughs> yeah, uh, I should let you guys uh, get on with the rest of your evening. But thank you so much for hanging out in the murder basement. It's been wonderful getting to know you all. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you've given to the community. Just flat out, love you guys. It's great. Thank you. Too kind. <laughs> Thanks, Heath. Let's do this again. Yeah. Yeah, sure. When you hit 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> 10,000. Sounds good. I mean, a couple of months, you'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Well, who knows? See you next week. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, Eve.
Thank you for joining me for another episode of Hobby Time in the Murder Basement. I so appreciate your support. If you want to see more hobby content, hop on over to twitch.tv backslash Heath Aldrich to see all of your fun hobby content streaming whenever I get a free chance. If you like listening to these episodes in more of a podcast form, I should be on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Make sure that you like and subscribe to me there. If you can, leave me a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. Have a nice rest of your day, and we'll be talking to you soon.